Defenders podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. And I'm Tammy. And we are back. We've had a week delay. Apologies for all our listeners. Um, it's because I was very sick with stomach flu, which was as gross as it sounds. It was horrible. Um, so now we're back. And obviously, because you know, you have to keep an eye on me because I have been sick recently. We have the uh, we have a doctor in the house. The lovely Dr. Moira Brown, just to keep an eye on things. Yeah, I brought my stethoscope and my medical kit. We're all yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> please, please keep an eye on me. And then just to, like, you know, make me make me heal with his relaxing tones, make me feel chilled out <laughs> and happy, we've got the lovely Will as our other guest. Hello, everybody. <laughs> this is the soothing tones of Will. Oh, already. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, thank you for, as I said, for um, waiting a week while I was sick <laughs> until I'm better now. Uh, we had a bit of a delay, um, but yeah, we're back. And I have a bit of news for you guys, only a little bit. So um, we've been speaking for the last few weeks about there being the possibility of a deal between Disney and Fox in the air, and apparently it's been finalised. So Disney now own uh, 20th Century Fox, which includes uh, X-Men, Fantastic Four and Deadpool. So the X-Men might be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe films, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Apparently, um, they've Disney have said if they do, I mean, now Deadpool is with Disney, um, any Deadpool films will still be R rated. They won't make them like family friendly. So that's good. Yeah. But uh, there are rumours that because this has happened, Disney might cancel some uh, properties that Fox have um, started already because Disney want to do like a clean slate. And that includes stuff like The Gifted, which is a TV series, which is apparently pretty good. I haven't seen it. Uh, Runaways, um, which you've just started watching, Tammy. Yeah. Um, Legion, which they better not cancel because I love that show so much. Um, so things like that, they might, you know, there's a possibility they might just want to do, like, start with a clean slate. I think it'd be crazy to cancel Legion, though, because it's, like, been acclaimed, like, by critics and audiences just across the board. Like, it's yeah. it's been huge. So, yeah, and, we should have know, to see. It, it's, like, right now it's probably a list of, here are some of the things we potentially could do. What makes financial sense? Yeah. What should we get rid of? What costs too much money to make? Or, you know, what's going to be hard because it's on, you know, this network versus another network. Yeah. So, and they, there's also a new X-Men film coming out, which is Dark Phoenix, I think, which it really doesn't sound good from what I've read and seen of it. Um, and then there's rumors, you know, that, that if Disney wanted, they might just go, well, it's cheaper to write, you know, this film's 150 million. It's cheaper to write it off. So never release it because it hasn't started post-production yet. Um, so none of the CGI has been done or that kind of thing. So it might be easier just to have it as an unreleased film and, you know, to be able to start from scratch rather than yeah. release that and potentially leave a bad taste of these characters in, in audiences' mouths. Um, but, yeah, none, none of it is definite anyway, so just have to keep an eye out. Um, another bit of news, they've started filming season two of Iron Fist. Uh, they released some photos of Danny and Colleen hanging out together. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm laughing because it's not like any of us cheered. 
<laughs> um, well, the most you got out of me was interesting. <laughs> well, because Tammy's Tammy's upset because there won't be any uh, any of our favorite uh, Kyle. <laughs> exactly. Unless he comes back as a hand zombie. Which I, would. I just want I want I know it's terrible, but Ward Meacham, I want terrible things to happen to Ward Meacham just so I can see crazy Ward Meacham because I love him. <laughs> He's so entertaining. So we shall see. Uh, there is a new showrunner, which is good news because the previous showrunner I don't think did a good job on that show or on uh, Inhumans. Uh, new showrunner is Raven Metzner, who uh, previously worked on Falling Skies and Sleepy Hollow. So I've seen the odd episode of Sleepy Hollow. It seemed all right. <laughs> I don't know. It's about I all like my news. Sleepy Hollow. Uh, two more bits of news. One, I'm going to hand over to Tammy for Tammy throwing you under the bus, which oh, is uh, a certain podcast that uh, Tammy and I have done in the past. Is coming back soon, isn't it, Terry? Oh, that our listeners might not be aware of. I thought you might want to break this this exciting news. Wait, are you talking about? What are you talking about? Intro to X, Terry. Uh, uh, are we going to talk about X Files, please? <laughs> well, I just saw, you know, our listeners. There might be some some X Files fans out there. In which case, I would yeah. say. Do not listen to Intro to X. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, Tammy and I did a podcast. I want to just hate on it. Yeah, yeah. If you if you want to go on a roller coaster emotional journey with Tammy and I and our friend Brad, (laughs) um, listen to all of (laughs) Intro to X, where we covered every single season of X Files. We covered the films. We covered the three spin-off shows. Well, one wasn't a spin-off, but two spin-off shows and another show. And we will uh, be covering the upcoming 11th season. And we're really excited, I, uh, Tammy. I have to commend you because, you know, when the show originally aired, I lost interest after a few seasons. And then I tried to follow along with you guys and I, I, I couldn't do it. I just I couldn't do it. I have yet to see the entire x It will never happen. Don't do it's it. It's just going to happen. Don't. Let us carry that burden for you. Yeah, thank you. We've we've been there. We've seen such horrors. You don't need to see them more. Yeah, the, um, you are you are the Sam to my you know to my Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the new season will be out. Uh, I think here it's going to be January third. Yeah. I don't know when it technically comes out in the UK. I don't know. Um. Apparently, oh, Gillian oh, Anderson was yeah. on the radio today saying she's filmed her last scene, and I was thinking, I hope so. It comes out on the third of January. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, I'm guessing for and the it's last episode, be ten episodes yeah. long. Yeah. So you can join the Intro to X Facebook group if you want to be ready, because I'll at some point put a list <laughs> up to say, hey, do you want a guest? Because I um, usually have two guests, but uh, I have wow. not done that yet, <laughs> even though yeah. that's like it's like two weeks from now. <laughs> you know, normally ten doesn't seem like a lot of episodes, but when you said that, I was like, I know. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. When it was like Defenders, it was like, oh, it's only you know eight, ten episodes, whatever. And then I'm like, oh, ten episodes of X Files. Oh, 
Yeah. Can't we get ten yeah. episodes of Black Mirror instead and just six episodes of X-Files? Oh, no kidding. It's funny. You mentioned Black Mirror, I think, the other week, and it got me realizing that I'd started watching that and then somehow got off track and didn't. So just this week, Rob and I went back and said, okay, let's, you know, let's go and watch it. Because it's, it's not that many episodes, right? It's like three or four. Uh, well, yeah, season one and two <laughs> yeah. were three episodes each. Yeah. Then there was a Christmas special. Then season three was six. Hmm. So and it's 13 at the moment. Uh, season four is coming out on the 29th. I will be spending my New Year's watching uh, miserable dystopian sci-fi and I will be Perfect. loving it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really, it's such a good show. Yeah, so, yeah, it's so um, good. We'll, we'll work our way through it again. And then one last piece of news, which is the most important piece of news, which is I thought we should wish uh, our lovely guest, Will, a belated birthday because his birthday oh, was yeah. a few days ago. Oh, Happy you. birthday, Will. Yeah. I was going to do that. Thank you for stealing my thunder. No, really. Oh, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I felt badly because I saw it on good old Facebook. And I went, oh, I miss saying happy birthday. So. <laughs> I have your birthday in my diary, Will, and I realized because I was sick, I completely forgot to send you a message. So I thought, oh, I'll do it on Defenders. So all the listeners can also send you birthday love. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> a year older, but not sure if I'm any wiser. <laughs> <laughs> I think I stopped getting wiser when I turned about seven. (laughs) 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 I think I just stopped then. Um, Anyway, so this week we are discussing episode six and seven of Punisher season one. Episode six is uh, Judas Goat, written by Christine Boylan and directed by Jeremy Webb. And the quick synopsis of that one is with Frank in bad shape, micro calls on Curtis for help. Madonna and Russo continue to mix business with pleasure mm-hmm. and Lewis stands up for his rights. And then episode seven is Crosshairs, written by Bruce Marshall Romans and directed by returning director Andy Goddard. And synopsis of that one is Lewis struggles with the ramifications of his actions. Frank and Micro pursue another face from the past and Madani and Sam go bug hunting. Um <laughs> So, as always, we'll be going through the, the ep- rather than going through the episodes, we'll be going through them via character, um, which I like. I like this format, Tammy. I don't know what you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah I nice. really like it. I think it makes it makes sense. So we are going to start with, uh, obviously, our lead character of Frank. And he's not in a good way when we first see him. <laughs> <laughs> and he is acting his little socks off in this first scene we get in episode six, where we have this like weird Thanksgiving uh, dinner with the two families. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Like he's he's so like I know I say it every week. He is so good in this role. Like when he's just sitting there, because like, he's all he's all happy and laughing and smiling in this scene, and we never see him like that. And then it just turns horrible so quickly, and he's just screaming, and there's just no noise, like just the sounds of the guns. Oh, yeah. it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I can sympathize. I've been having some very, like, violent dreams lately, which make me think I need to unplug from the news a little bit. But, yeah, I can kind of sympathize with what was happening with the shooting. Yeah, it was yeah. It's awful. It's it's so weird because you, you don't really know what's going on in that scene because, um, obviously, you just see Micro's family first. You see, like, Sarah and Zach and uh, Leo. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I think they introduce, like, the other kids first, like Frank Jr. and yeah. Lisa, and it's like, hang on a sec, and then you see Maria, and then you see yeah. Micro, and it's like, well, hang on, what's happening? 
Yeah, it's yeah so you keep odd. thinking you're getting it sorted out in your brain, and they just keep throwing another little wrench into it. And then the masked gunmen come in, and you... Yeah. It's like that moment before a car crash or something, where, you know, you know they're going to start to do this thing. Yeah. And you just don't... And you don't want to see it. You want to turn away. And the, the way they show him suddenly he's strapped to the chair, that's what got me. Oh, like, yeah. It's, that it's was, horrible. That was it's powerless. And I'm pretty sure the one of the gunmen is John Bernthal, because you um, like when you've seen all the scenes, you know where they're in Kandahar, and you yeah. see because it's the it's in the same costumes. And I'm pretty yeah. sure one when they come in, it because I was looking this time, and it looks like it's John Bernthal. Like you can see his eyes, which I thought was a nice touch because Frank's you know had this mm-hmm. this dreams about. Um, the person who killed his family is is him because he sort of wonders, right. you know, was it somewhat my fault and stuff? I thought that was a nice little touch, and they didn't have to have him like remove the hood and, you know, to really mm. sort of hammer it home. I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, Frank's in a bad way, and then when he wakes up, we get a a uh, scene that was almost, uh, you know, it was perfect for Moira to be on this week because we get a <laughs> oh, medical scene. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I we go back a little tiny bit? Sure. I'm sorry. When you micro cleans his hands with the sanitizer, yes. and then did you see what he did? Yes. He then wiped his hands on his pants. On his gross <laughs> pants and dressing gown. He touched Frank. Okay, you just, I can't even, he's been wearing the same bathrobe and outfit as far as I can tell for a year now. I can't imagine what <laughs> microbes are growing on there. Oh. I just shuddered. I thought, oh my God. No, Frank, he might survive the wounds. Yeah, so he's all like gross and passed out and got yeah. still got that arrow with him. He's got, se- uh, yeah. he's gone into septic shock, isn't it, he says? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, also, I, a little uh, uh, thing about Micro, sorry, by the way. I like when he turns up to get to get Curtis. He turns up at Curtis's door. He looks like he's dressed up like the killer out of I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like the creepy fisherman. It just made me laugh. Um, Curtis is really angry, obviously, with Micro, because Micro, he feels like Micro's the one who got Frank into this situation. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I am... Um... I wanted to do my medical research so I would be ready for you, Claire. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so I looked up, I, I really did, I looked up arrowheads. How does one remove them? <laughs> because it's not really the kind of thing you run across every day. <laughs> You've never had to do this, Moira? What are you talking about? Uh, they don't have a class on that in medical school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, they did it wrong, Oh, really? <laughs> so why would you do that? And so, no, the answer is you're actually supposed to... Um, Make you know, put some anesthetic in. There's a thought, guys, and um, yeah. enlarge the wound a bit, and so you can see and feel it with your hand. Like put your finger or your digit oh. down to find it. Because uh. well, it, it, can, it yeah. can get dislodged from the tip of the shaft. Actually, it turns out at least the old-fashioned arrows could. And then, and then you you basically um, make enough room that you can then withdraw it carefully. So you're going back along the same wound track mm-hmm. rather than making a new wound at the other side. So. Frank yeah, does recover from this incredibly fast. <laughs> like, he's doing pull-ups and uh, stuff. And I was like, what? But he does you know. it. Okay, but that's through, through the entire series. It's something I also noticed. It's so, and they all do. So does uh, so does Madani. Like, you know, oh, yeah. you're in a car crash, you get broken ribs or whatever. And you are fine the next episode. You're having like, crazy wild sex with Billy Russo. Yes. I mean. yes. Yeah. Ew, which, oh, that's... Yeah, we'll talk about that when we talk about, about, her, we'll talk about, about Madani. Yeah. yeah. So... 
Like, well. Anyway, yeah, Frank's amazing, and who does? Oh my God, he's doing pull-ups, and he has this cement bra thing, brick attached to his leg. I was just, I just kept looking at his. Did, I mean, did you really look at that man's upper body musculature? It's yep. a thing of beauty. It's yeah. amazing. It's beautiful. I was like, wow. Yeah. 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 He's having not- a moment of silence. <laughs> you might not have the pretty looks of uh, our beloved Billy. Right. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a beautiful oh. man as well. Yeah. Um, right. He's doing pull ups, I don't think, till the next episode. So, you know, one full episode to heal, right? <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> he doesn't even have magic meditating like um, Matt Murdock does. That was a lot of alliteration yeah. there. Magic um, meditating of Matt Murdock. <laughs> in this episode, though, this is the first time we have Micro picking up uh, and Frank interpreting what Raven, this is Blackbird, means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so Frank we find is Raven, Raven and Blackbird are. Yep. Yeah. Blackbird. Yeah. I wonder if they all had, like, names in that unit of, uh, like, one was oh, Jackdaw or one was, I don't know, <laughs> Pigeon. Yeah, Chicken Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> One was turkey. Penguin. <laughs> penguin. Yeah, oh, oh what would Gunner? Gunner would have been penguin. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, Frank's and Frank finds out that Gunner's dead, and it's really sad. Yeah. No. Um, oh, not... they also talk about Thanksgiving dinner and how Maria makes ziti, and it oh, sounds yeah. so good. I like to seeing their, you know, to see the see mm-hmm. this bond kind of forming between yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that Micro is cooking for Frank now as well. He makes him his little yeah. uh, <laughs> microwave <laughs> meal or whatever. After after Frank knows that Micro has actual food. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Micro can't get away with not cooking now. Yeah. But later on when Frank's doing his, like, pull-ups, like, Micro's, like, chopping onions and all sorts. I was like, no. Well, yeah, because doesn't Micro end up trying to make ziti as well? Oh, uh, yeah, I think he does, yeah. Yeah, I think it's from, it's because of this scene, I think, because he's learning, okay, here are the things, you know, Frank misses about his family. Yeah. I just kind of assume, Aww. like, he's trying to create this bond with him. Um, I didn't even think about that. I find it interesting how he talks about the Marines and how much he loved the Marines, and yeah. that sometimes more than his family. Yeah. yeah. Because he's talking about, like, he loved being in the Marines and fighting and all this and it's like well, no killing people frank because like we see from like the the film of kandahar like he's he's always been very good at killing people even before he yes. was the punisher yeah. yeah i find that i mean i like that they put it in the episode because i feel like it's a an honest thing that probably people would never want to admit to themselves but yeah it's mm-hmm. a bit like whoa you know yeah yeah i thought i I mean, I, I guess it makes sense for his character, but I, I just found it like, oh, all right, well, I guess. There's a scene later on, I think it might be in the next episode, when he explains that when they go uh, on deployment, they're gone for um, about 15 months. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I thought, that's a long time. Yeah. Family. And, you know, you're in this adrenaline rush, chaotic sort of thing where it really is true that you have to have each other's backs and we all know you know yeah. men in war bond with each other like brothers i mean I hate to say it but they do mm-hmm. um so i so i think it was very honest actually yeah I, oh yeah I think for him, sure. and for him to admit it to say there's that conflict in him that guilt that when yeah. he comes back there's a part of him that still wants to be over there it's it's it, yeah it's interesting 
Yeah. And it, and it yeah, ties in with, like, Lewis as well. Yeah. I just yeah, remember... I just didn't think about it. Yes. Yeah. I just remember that guy at the construction site who tried to befriend Frank. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't remember what happened to him. I figured he'd be a bigger yeah. part of the series. Left Town. We're going to watch the episode. Oh, he left town. Okay. Yeah. I, I think he did, too. <laughs> I think he watched all those people get put in cement. <laughs> saw the bag that Frank left that said, get out of town. I've only seen up to the seventh episode, so I don't know if he comes back or not. I'm not um. saying. <laughs> Apart from he comes back in the finale and he okay. saves the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the big bad. We just didn't know this whole time. <laughs> yeah. He used that money to like set up a crime empire really quickly within like a few weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Wow. He's the one importing all those guns. That's that's been him all along. Yeah, no. he's very industrious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say he's very industrious. <laughs> Great minds think alike, Tammy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I I do like this bonding, you know, between Frank and Micro over the Thanksgiving. Um, I think is really sweet. I like that they're becoming buddies. And I like that they're in a kind of like, like love triangle almost, like him, Curtis, and Micro, because Micro and Curtis hate each other, but like they're both Frank's friends, and Frank's just kind of like, oh, I wish my my two boyfriends would stop fighting. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, exactly. Oh boys. Uh, we also have like that Frank when they're talking about the the whole. Blackbird to Raven thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that Frank really wants to talk to Billy. Yeah, yeah, and he really like, does. No, but... it's too pretty. He has to. Be- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, what do you mean? That... He's Billy's a good guy, Tammy. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Well, that and also that when when um, when uh, David when Micro quite rightly questions, don't you think it's a bit convenient that he's suddenly trying to reach you now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little suspicious, which is a reasonable thing to say. Um, Frank is just so adamant. He goes, "What did I tell you?" And like, you know, he's he's my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it just kills you. Even you know, when you hear that, I mean, clearly it's the setup so that it kills you even more when you see how he's you know betraying Frank completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes it that much more personal. Because Frank, you know, Frank has only a few things. It's like he only has a few things he can believe in, right? He can believe in his own family, and he thought he could believe in this band of brothers of his. He thought he could. Mm -hmm. And you find out, nope, that's all a big lie, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Obviously, he does meet up with Billy. He does reach out to Billy, and they have a little beer by the docks lots of people meeting in the docks by the docks in these yes. two episodes yes yes, yes we yes. kind of joke about it in these shows they're either at the docks or they're in a warehouse <laughs> where everyone meets it's, it's where i hang out i mean really <laughs> do you know what i wish i wish do you remember do you guys remember from i mean this is a long time ago from daredevil season one um i think it was episode nine there was the character of nosy swan it was the swan that just kept wander, like wandering into oh, shot yeah, when they were filming. I wish Nosy Swan was like in this scene as well. He's just kind of like, hey, what are you guys doing here? Can I have a beer too? It's me, Nosy Swan. <laughs> oh, aside, I like how Frank opened his beer. I didn't see how he opened it. 
And he just he just kind of went quack on the side of the table and popped the cap off. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> cool. very manly, you know. Very I was gonna cool. say, don't say he like opened it with his teeth because I'll just be like, Ugh! no, that's stupid. No, no, that oh. would just be dumb. No, this was just a nice quick slip, quack. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty that. sure. I'm You're gonna say, I, I should try that. I'm not so sure I can do that. I think you have to have the right, the right. It's like wrist action or something. You gotta have the right. Yeah, but Frank can also break people's necks with like one hand, Moira, which, as we've established, okay, is not possible. Okay, but remember, that's not a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Frank has superpower in his in his wrists or something. Clearly. <laughs> um, yeah, but like Frank tells Billy all about Bennett, Schoonover, and Orange selling heroin. Everything. Yeah. He says yeah. Everything to me. And at yeah. this point, we're like, oh, Billy's going to help him because Billy's a good guy. He's so pretty. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> he must He must have as good, as beautiful a heart as his face is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and his something else is beautiful too. Yeah. We'll oh, yeah. Later. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> so at this point, Tammy, were you still like, nope, no, Billy's going to be evil? Yeah, of course. And then this, like, even more so, I'm like, you're just meeting him at the docks, and uh, you're just getting all this information out of him. Yep. Yep. Well, I'm going to say something now that's going to kind of hint at Easter eggs in the future and for today, but um, you you won't have, uh, Tammy, because this was before you were on the podcast, but Matt Mel and Robin and myself previously met the character of Billy Russo, in something okay. else we reviewed when we were doing Daredevil season two, which was the movie Punisher Warzone. That's all I'll say. Billy Russo is in that as well. Oh. So he is a Punisher character. But I won't say, uh, you know, any more details for now. All right. So that's how I knew he was maybe not going to be the most trustworthy guy when the series started. And his face is completely chiseled. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his face is carved out of marble. <laughs> But can we talk about his hair? Is this a Billy moment? Can we just talk about his hair? <laughs> we can we can have a quick Billy moment. It's fine. Okay, because I, I it doesn't work for me. Like <laughs> when he when he like in the opening scene when he's had sex with Madani and and or no maybe it's even when he's sitting with yeah no he's sitting with Frank at the dock that's it and his hair is all slicked back the way it is and I just mm-hmm. oh yeah how much how much product Billy do you put in your hair like there's you know there's a there's a point of male attractiveness when. If I figure they're taking way more time to put themselves together than I did, then it starts losing all, you know, charm for me. I'm sorry. Moira, it's interesting you say that because I'm just going to say (laughs) as well for a very mild spoiler, I think your question might be answered within the first 30 seconds of the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Keep watching. Um, Let's see. Yeah, I felt bad when Frank was telling Billy everything. I just felt bad for him. It made yeah. me so sad. Um, and he kind of, Frank had already figured out that he was like Bang and Madani, so there was that. Yeah. That was actually kind of cute, the way he was teasing him about it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, he's, he is like a big brother to Billy. They kind of, you know, he's always teasing him about like how good looking he is and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it does make you sad when you're like, no, he's totally... He's evil. He's been evil. He's been lying to you. you. Yeah. Well, we don't we don't know. We don't know how long he's been lying oh. to him because we don't know if this is a recent thing, you know, with uh, him and um, uh, uh, Agent Orange. I trust nothing. I... <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I told you I had a hinky feeling about that boy. <laughs> um, right there with you. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I think the next time, we, I think that's the end of Frank in that episode. Um, um, we see him again. He goes to see Sarah. Oh, yeah, he does, because Micro's watching, isn't he? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, and we get that scene. Seeing Sarah, why does he keep going back there? Because he fancies her. I know, I don't like that. I don't no, like I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. No, I think... Um, I kind I, of felt like maybe he just missed having a family. I think that's part of it, and I think he feels bad for Micro. Right, yeah. I think he's going to... Subs- he's trying to do some things for her that Micro can't do because he can't be there. Yeah. yeah. That's actually how I interpret it. And then at one point, this is the scene where they're sitting and she's having a glass of wine, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then he looks right into the camera, like right into the camera when he says, you yeah. know, yeah, I think things are going to change for the, you know, whatever his name the is. The Lieberman family. family. Thank you, the Lieberman family. Yeah. And I'm like, so are you telling him, yeah, I'm all in, let's let's do this thing? Like, I don't know. Uh, I think so. It. Maybe it's his message yeah. to Micro. Yeah. Um, yeah. Marco didn't seem he, as untrusting of Frank in that scene. He was watching him very closely, but, you know, yes. he wasn't kind of freaking out as much as he had when Frank obviously had previously gone to visit Sarah. But it was just kind of neat because instead of it just being all about Frank's revenge, it's as if, as you said, uh, Will, you know, they're bonding. And so now it's like Frank is getting invested in Marco's story and he's saying, mm-hmm. it's not just all about me and my family, it's also about you and your family. Yeah. That's how I do. That's why, that's why I think he was there. So, see, because I keep maintaining Frank does actually have a heart and is not just just this horrible murdering menace. Like, oh my God, you guys! He does, but it is <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hard sometimes to see it when he's just like killing oh, people. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. You yeah, know, I'm not, it's I'm like not, I'm not disagreeing with that. I just mm. I just do think there is a part of him that he he I think he got you know he got turned when his family got slaughtered I, I do think yeah so. anyway. I uh I I also because I don't have a separate section for Sarah so I just want to say no that's cool she actress. hasn't she's not in it that much is she yeah these ones? yeah not really uh, I I tend to just put her notes with Frank notes and with micro notes mm-hmm. um I think this actress is doing a phenomenal job yeah she's me too. so good like yeah. the things, like uh, of course some of her lines, but the way she uh-huh. acted those lines out, you could just see like pain, and it was like, yeah. oh. I, yeah, she's worrying about her kids as well. Yes, yeah. I said, oh, I love this actress, and just the way, even when Frank first arrives and she's she's not having any of his bullshit initially, you know, and she yeah. warms, she just she plays it all so believably. And, yeah. and she makes it look effortless and is not effortless. She's so good. Like, this woman should yeah. have a bigger role somewhere. I don't know. This woman yeah. needs her own show. Yeah. And it's, it is quite good. a thankless role in some ways because it's mm, like yeah. um, she's just kind of the, the, the worrying wife. But I think she makes her a really believable yeah. character. And, yeah, yeah I, re- I really like her. I get really irritated with the sun. Uh, I'm not going to lie, oh, yes, um, yeah. but I think he's meant to be irritating. But yeah, yeah. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. Have you seen her in other stuff? Because I recognized her when I saw no. her from Eureka. She just came on towards the end of Eureka. Oh. No, I think Paul mentioned her when he was on, like what she'd been in. Okay. And that he recognized her mm. from stuff. But um, I, no, I don't recognize her from anything, really. Well, if, you know, the makers of the show are listening to us, because I'm sure they're listening to your podcast, uh, they, should really, they should really feature this woman. <laughs> Season <laughs> two, yeah. And 
some other show somewhere. That's all. Forget about Karen. Just bring her back. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. take this woman any day. Leave Karen in Daredevil where she should be. Yes, thank you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, So in the... Yeah, we don't have to talk about Karen this week. Uh, So in the um, next uh, episode... Um, I think the first time we see Frank is is doing his pull-ups, where we yeah, see his, uh, his beautiful body. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we get a lot of... Uh... Which, which, you know, I had to skip ahead to because it was... No, so that's awesome. okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. We get a lot of um, beautiful um, male shirtlessness in this these episodes, I think. We do. We nice. do indeed. And we some not-so-beautiful male shirtlessness in regards to Bennett later in that horrifying <laughs> scene. <laughs> I'm still trying to wash my eyeballs. Yeah. I'm scarred for for life. Yeah. Oh. I was just like, what is happening? Um, <laughs> it's so terrifying. Um, so they're discussing their plan, obviously, that they're going to go and infiltrate this army base to um, to get Bennett, who will then tell them who Agent Orange is. Um, <laughs> so they've got they've got this like big plan and everything. Um, in place and we micro kind of like hints at um oh yeah he'll definitely be there it's saturday night and he kind of smiles and because i'd seen this episode before obviously i was like yeah i know why he's smiling (laughs) because he's obviously (laughs) found out exactly what bennett does on his saturday nights um so i thought that was funny uh but um uh when they when they talk about it as well like frank uh, micro's adamant that you know no one dies like he's Frank doesn't just kill Bennett as well um, because Rawlings isn't there, but Frank's not very happy because he he really wants to just kill Bennett as well. Yeah. Not so much before the plan, but definitely after. And he's worried about killing innocent soldiers. And I was like, well, Frank, you kill everyone else. That's, uh, yeah. So I had a problem with that because he made such a big deal about killing these innocent soldiers. They're just there doing their job. And I'm like, you took down six or seven guys, like, <laughs> the last episode when you were running around in the woods. Uh, but they were bad guys, Tony. Uh, no, they were they there were just, just doing their Yeah, they, they were doing their job, exactly, <laughs> I know. I My note was, I don't understand Frank's code. I don't get it. What's the difference between the dudes in the... Everywhere else, everywhere else, really, and the guys in the hallway. Yeah. They're I guess, still gonna I guess... Well, I think in his mind he says, okay, so the guy, the Marine in the hallway is a guy who signed up to serve his country. The guys up the hillside in Kentucky are probably coming from Agent Orange in some secret subterfuge plan that isn't really sanctioned by the government. So these could be mercenaries, they could be anything, but I guess he feels like, in his mind, they're not noble. That's the difference. I guess, but Frank was yeah. one of those same guys. Yeah. So, but... No, no, because he thought what he was doing, he thought that whole operation was sanctioned, right? He didn't Correct. know that. But so so could those guys. He didn't talk to them. He didn't That's pull them aside before he killed exactly. them and said, no, oh, you're excuse right. me. You're right. <laughs> he doesn't can, know, we, does he? can we just discuss for a moment, what exactly do you think you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're right. I would love that. Pawns, really. Yeah. These guys are all pawns. So it's, it, you make a very valid point. Like, he's kind of splitting hairs. But I I'm just, just saying, in that moment, I think that's where his brain was at. You yeah. Know? He, yeah. But I mean, also, I, I just I going back to... to play it, it just kind of is irritating, because I'm like, yeah. 
you've got to make up your mind at some point. <laughs> but, like What's going back to um, season two of Daredevil as well, he uh, he ba- he was all ready to kill Matt in that first time he met him. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, yeah Matt's a vigilante and stuff, but he's it's not like he's a bad guy. I mean, I know well, Frank's like, get out of my way, but, like... Well, he hasn't done anything specifically to Frank or to his family, or he mm. wasn't part of this conspiracy, so you're right. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand Frank. Well, so do we blame the character, or do we blame inconsistent writing? I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think it's... A, I don't know. Maybe a bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Right. Yeah, I, I, I imagined that scene, Tammy, and you being like, but, but, what? Yeah, yeah, and then he's really angry after the whole uh, mission as well. And he's like, I should have just killed Bennett. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can't believe you didn't let me kill him. (laughs) Um, Which was quite funny. So, yeah. So, um, so Frank goes to visit, uh, pay Bennett a little visit. Uh, He's outside the woods, outside the Bennett house. (laughs) Luckily, you can't see what's going on inside the Bennett house. Um, at first, but uh, he literally just like heads straight in, and we get this like quite big, you know, long scene of um, him and uh, Billy playing cat and mouse, which is kind of awesome. Um, I love that. Yeah, I thought that was really well done. But Frank's so clever because he like drops oh. the smoke bombs and stuff, and then he picks up the yeah. uh, the other SWAT guy's rifle, you know, and um, yeah. and then just sets it down so it looks like he's standing there. So. Um, yeah. You know, Billy shoots that way. I mean, Frank's really clever. I I love that scene because I just like that he just kind of drags them all out one by one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just kind of takes his time with it. It's great. Yeah. It's so good. It's very silent. Yeah. yeah. And he is very silent. It's amazing how quietly they can move. And he also, he's not killing those guys. You notice that? Yeah. He's yeah. Just, just taking them out. Which is interesting because, again, if we go back to the this code thing... Yeah, and I think it's not just because he wants to be quiet. He can kill people quietly, right? We know that. So I think he just feels like no, they're just the hired help, right? I yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily have to kill them. I'm not going to. It's interesting, isn't it? The the only other thing I can think of of what's changing him or the way that he thinks of his code is maybe it's the time he's spending with Micro because Micro has such a problem killing people. Yeah. That maybe he's like rethinking of the way that they're handling things. I don't know. I like. I'm trying to justify in my mind why, yeah. but yeah. you know that could be another thing because they did kind of talk about it. That you know he doesn't want to kill anybody, and I'm sure Micro was on board with that. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's a very very cool scene. I just love it's it. Oh so yeah, good. I love the way it's done, and I love um I love scenes like this um where. And we get them obviously a lot in the shows where we know something that either the protagonist or antagonist doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, like in this scene, for instance, we know that the other guy, the SWAT guy in that room, is is Billy. Um, Billy knows that that's Frank, but Frank mm-hmm. doesn't know it's Billy. And right. I like knowing stuff like that. It's like in Daredevil season one when um, Matt meets uh, Kingpin for the first time in the gallery. And Matt knows yeah. that that is the Kingpin because he's met him as Daredevil, but Kingpin has no idea that Matt is Daredevil. I love stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I, just, I always think it's uh, it's really interesting, um, like story-wise. And, and, I, and I like that at the uh, tail end of this scene, <laughs> when Frank gets the best of Billy, 
and then yeah. he kind of whacked and he says, stay down. And I'm like, yeah. I, I just yeah. love that you that you beat Billy's ass, Frank, and you didn't even know it was Billy. I just love that. <laughs> but Billy knows that you beat his ass. <laughs> so yeah, Billy's probably not very happy about that. Oh, I would assume, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, then he runs down these tunnels and runs into this soldier and tries to talk him down, which isn't going to work. I mean, Frank, you no. don't do it. I mean, there's no way he's going to talk him down because this guy is a good soldier and he's doing his job, you know. And yeah. Frank is a vigilante. Um, <laughs> but Frank shoots him in the shoulder. At least he doesn't kill him. But he says he felt, you know, it was it was really hard shooting this guy in the shoulder. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know. Like yeah, ended this guy's career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, so I mean, we don't see Frank for a long while after that because yeah. I think the next thing we do we see is when him and Micro are like following the phone. Yep. Oh, um, but there's a, you know the moment when Micro picks him up in the van though after it's done. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, and that's when he's really Micro. angry. Yeah. Yeah, and I like the way Micro again. He's really becoming. Well, first of all, he's he's getting Frank as a person. I think because he knows what to say to him, which is, mm-hmm. "No, Frank, this is a win." Like, yeah, you know, we outsmarted them. I just think it was it's cool watching how David is handling him. Yeah, yeah. I really he's like the friendship him. between these two. Yeah. Oh, so that means he's gonna die before the end of the season. <laughs> what? Because I like their friendship. Well, because he's because he's the voice of. Moral, well, morality, I guess, and he's becoming friends with yeah, more compass, and he's becoming friends with Frank. Okay, so now you have to decide he's gonna die before or after Sam, right? Yeah, <laughs> Sam, Sam's gonna die before um, or episode during nine. episode nine. Yeah. So we're, we're creeping up on it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. we're getting so what, a bomb in Badani's office instead of uh, <laughs> instead of a bug. So you never know. <laughs> So what are we saying for Micro? Are we doing that as an official prediction that he's going to die? Next to last episode. Ooh. Ah, wow. Okay. I'm going to make a note. I hope you're wrong, okay. but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, that's my yeah, two cents. I love And then I love Frank Frank. moves in with... Uh, <gasps> no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you raises the kids. Well, do you think that they could use Kurt, Curtis instead of Micro and kill him instead? He's also oh, kind of in the, the friend and the moral compass, and he's kind of an in between between uh, Frank and Billy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that kind of connection Maybe. there too. Do you think if Frank did move in with Sarah at the end and be like, you know, you're my kids now, whatever, he'd be like, hey kids, <laughs> kids, you gotta change your names to Lisa and Frank Junior. I'm only gonna call you that. And Sarah, your new name's Maria. <laughs> Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's just too creepy. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Not Gotta cook good. this Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We're gonna eat Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> but but where's my daddy? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so creepy. Whoa. Um. So yeah, they're following the 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 phone signal, obviously, to try and find out where um mm-hmm. uh, where they presume Bennett um. They don't. I don't think they realise they're going to get to Rawlins because they don't know that that he was Bennett was going to give his phone to Rawlins. I think they were just trying to look for information, and mm-hmm. um, and yeah, Frank's um, really angry and he says from now on he's going to kill every single one of them. Yeah. But um, and then he says when the plan is done, like when he's killed everyone, he's going to take up Billy's offer of joining Anvil, and we're like, oh yeah, no. joining Anvil and like moving out of the United States even. Yeah. <sighs> We're like, oh no. 
Um, so yeah, did you like this scene when they arrive at the uh, the when Frank arrives at the safe house and he's got like the not the safe house, sorry, the country house and he's got the sniper target on the house yeah. and he sees Rawlins and he does the whole it's one batch, so two batch, penny and dime. Oh, so good. good. It's so good. I and when he, hits the, when he hits that window oh. right where he's standing, oh, yeah. it's so good. Yeah. But here's my question. So if you... You know, if you fire a bullet repeatedly into bulletproof glass, you'll eventually break the glass. And Roland stood there long enough, I thought, Frank, just keep firing. <laughs> He's dumb enough to stop there. <laughs> Shoot him down, <laughs> you know? I think Frank was like, um, I, I, yeah, I think he was just not panicked, but then the alarm was going and everything. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Is that the, the one batch, two batch thing? That's from the kids' book or something? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. The kids' book he used to read to Lisa. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. I like that that came back. I yeah. think he said really it in the neat... first episode as well, didn't he? Where he shot the yeah. sniper from uh, El yes. Paso. I think he yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Um. Yeah. So we last see Frank running off like, oh crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Foiled again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Micro, I mean, Micro doesn't really have any scenes without Frank in this ep- in these episodes, does he? Not really. Just watching Frank w- with his wife, like, yeah, not really. When he goes and gets Curtis, I guess. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I would not have opened my door. Frank, just for the record, I would not have opened my door to a guy who's wearing a hoodie with his face in the shadows that I can't see. I would you not you wouldn't have opened your, your door uh, to the guy from uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer, you mean? Precisely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like I that um, Frank I, called Mike yeah. out. Sorry, sorry, Tammy, for being a creeper yeah. and watching Sarah and the kids all the time. Yes, yeah. That was funny. I think yeah. my uh, note, when he brings Curtis over and <laughs> they're starting, he's starting to work on Frank, and <laughs> Micro looks like he's going to vomit. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> my note was just, I am micro. <laughs> I mean... Oh, would, that, would that be oh. so, so Oh, yeah. Visiting and we have a medical emergency, you're not going to be my right-hand woman? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no, no. Dan is Dan is the uh, the designated medical person. <laughs> he was an EMT. He can handle that stuff. Awesome. I cannot. <laughs> that is not <laughs> in my realm. It's not my wheelhouse. I can do a lot of God. things, but that is not one of them. Well, I, I thought the actor did such a good job with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, oh, yeah. It's adorable. And then when he hands him, I think he throws the alcohol in the, in the wound and then does a classic thing and, you know, gives some to him. Like, here, yeah. Have a drink while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's like, are we finished now? And he's like, well, now we have to do this. Okay, are we oh, finished now? And now we have to right? cauterize it? Yeah. yeah it's, it's like, like oh, my God. That's the bit <laughs> that probably would have made me throw up, like, the the smell, you know. Uh, the burning flesh smell? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> so gross. Yeah, yeah. I don't really no, have any notes on micro. That can, like hack a phone because it takes micro three minutes to get. Like that's how long Frank needs to stay in there so mm-hmm. micro can get into Bennett's phone. Yeah, he clones like, it. Does it, t- does it take three minutes? <laughs> Is that how long it takes? It does if you're like, micro? I guess. Like I just don't know how long it takes because like I see that in different shows, not necessarily three minutes, but like that it takes. It seems to take a while. Well, in um, um, factual drama, Covert Affairs on USA Network, Tammy, <laughs> <laughs> um, it characters takes welcome. them about, characters welcome, it takes them about two minutes, I think, when they want to hack a phone. And obviously everything in Covert Affairs is true. 
including the fact that when Chris Gorham has to has an eye exam with his doctor, he has to take his shirt off. Oh, yeah. See, facts. <laughs> I mean, it's basically a documentary. When you're watching COVID affairs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that dumb show. Um, so, okay. So let's move on to Madani. Oh. And you can talk about her 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 love scene with uh, Billy if you want. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> is I was like, this is the hottest uh, love scene since Luke and Misty. Oh no, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. There's, I'm sorry, Luke and Misty are like ten times better than these. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just because I think these two are so beautiful. I'm like, oh, yeah. they're so beautiful people. Oh. Uh, you know what? My very uh, first note yeah. was, how is she not in pain? Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe you she's like um, Bennett. Yeah. yeah, she likes a bit of pain, Tammy. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I don't know why, but I don't... I don't I, I'm looking at the two of them together, and all I can think... I think maybe, Tammy, you and I are going to agree on this. So I'm looking at it going, really? Really? I don't even want to see yeah. them. Having sex. I really... No. I don't care. I don't, no. No, 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 no. Because, A, I think he's horrible, and he is Satan's pawn. And... Uh, <laughs> and so I don't want to see this, and I don't want to see her get manipulated by him at all. Although, I know. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying. But I don't know why. I don't. Yeah, I didn't find it hot. I found it more like, oh, really, really, in the middle of all this? Oh, fine, whatever. Go ahead, fuck away, whatever. <laughs> I just didn't care. Oh, yeah. go ahead, go on then if you have to. Yeah, I, if you have to. I don't like them together, but you know, it's an excuse to see him naked. So that's all. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. All. yeah. Okay. Exactly. I'm I'm with you on that one. Well. <laughs> So do tell us, Will, because you were alluding to this earlier. Your thoughts. <laughs> I think he's just a beautiful, gorgeous man with a beautiful, gorgeous body. <laughs> <laughs> and a lovely butt. A lovely yep. butt, yes. Yeah. Lots of, probably did lots of squats for that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes, we can all, I think, agree on this. Yes. Have we seen Man Butt in any of the other shows? I don't think we have, have we? Nothing I remember. Do we see? Do we, we don't see Danny, do we? No. No, Danny's not showing his butt, is he? He's a labradoodle. Oh, Labradoodles don't have butts. Maybe uh, we saw Luke's in Jessica Jones. I don't know. Oh. Because oh. that also is hmm. a nice. Thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Netflix, you keep us so happy. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I just think they're both so beautiful. Like, oh, I have crushes on the two, these two, so much. As in Madani and uh, and uh, Billy. Yeah. yeah. Even though Billy's a bastard. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, I really like Madani. You guys have been raving about her. Oh, she, I love her. Because she's, she's, she's smart and feisty and. Yeah, I guess when we get to her, yeah. Well, I also like that she makes mistakes. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. and Sam, Sam calls her out on it later, and he's like, "Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. have told him that Frank's alive without asking me because you're affecting me as well. Yeah. You're gonna get me killed before episode nine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's all your fault. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, lady. But I like that she because I feel like you would get that much more because it's it's obviously her thinking, uh, thinking with her her little Madani. Um, instead of her brain, you know, yeah. and I feel like you would get that much more. Um, you'd see that much more with like a male character, yeah. Of um, yeah. you know, of putting that ahead of actually thinking, and you don't really get it, traditionally, and you don't really get it with a female character because female characters aren't 
written often a lot of the time as having like um you know like a high sex drive do you know what i mean right like, yeah you, they and tend to be the ones who are more more demure demure and um yeah. you know and i like the fact that that's the way the character's written um you know and uh and she makes a mistake because she yeah she does dig this guy and because of that she has made a mistake which might have consequences. I mean, you're right. She could easily, this could be a man playing this role. I mean, if, mm-hmm. whatever, I think we reverse a bit. Um, and you could believe that, yeah, he'd fall to somebody's charms, right? A male's charms or a woman's charms, as the case may be. Um, yeah, completely. So it's sort of neat. You're right. That's a good point that they let a woman have that flaw. Yeah, I like it. Well, it's yeah. like they, um, going back to uh, uh, incredible um, uh, docudrama Covert Affairs, um <laughs> You've got like the female spy in that, and um, and a lot of um, I know not a lot of people, but there was criticism of the show that she sleeps with too many men, like mm. she sleeps with them as part of the job, and like the answer back was, well, why is it okay for James Bond to do it? Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, you know you often get it in like double standards. So I like that they're doing this with this character. I think it's um, really cool. But yeah, I I love Madani. I just I I want to see her team up with Misty and be badass. Yeah. Particularly in all the scenes where Madani's like looking at the wall of evidence. I was like, oh, I just need Misty there to like <gasps> go into her zone and like work out what the problem is. And oh, well, so I good. had in my notes. Can I? I actually wrote. You'll be happy. I said, <laughs> Madani in Kentucky is like Misty with the crime scene recreation. Yes. <laughs> right. Oh, it'd be so uh, good. Yeah. It, uh, well, it's actually. I have to. Oh, I hate to say it. I hate to quibble. It was to the point where I couldn't quite believe it, actually. Like, <laughs> I'm like, well, how do you know that there were all these other people attacking them and all those bodies were carried away? Like, how could you have possibly put all that together, having just arrived in Kentucky and stood around a forest for five minutes? Um, I, I found that yeah. hard to believe. She's got right? Sherlock powers. Yeah, it was definitely Sherlock powers, but also Misty powers. That's, yeah. that's what I thought of. How she's like, this series is Misty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but because it's Madani, I'm willing to just go with it, you know. I'm willing to just say she's just incredibly badass and smart, and she can see it better than Sam can, and there you go. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else that happens with Madani? I mean, in that, in that episode, it's basically her... Oh, she meets up with Billy, doesn't she, and says, yeah. Oh, by the way, Frank's alive. Uh, I want you to go and find him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Billy likes that that means she trusted him. Mm. Yeah. He pretends not to know and didn't. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we're, I think we've got to have quite a lot to talk about with Billy with these episodes because okay. these are when you really sort of find out a lot more about him. Um, mm-hmm. But he tells he tells Madani that he has no info on her, and that sources say Frank's dead. And then did you guys notice? It? I mean, because I knew something was coming up, but I like that he says in that scene when he visits Madani, he says, "Relax, nobody's listening." I was like, ah, yeah. oh, I see yes. what you did there. Yeah, because yeah. I knew they I were going to find the bug. I yeah. I like her realisation about the bug, and you don't know, understand what it is at first, because she just mm-hmm. is kind of standing in the office looking at the uh, pictures of Gunnar, and then she just kind of, you see she's realised something, but you don't know exactly what, and she has to go and get Sam. Yeah, yeah she does yeah. it very well, acting with yeah. just her expression. Very well done. And yeah. then we find out that she, like, broke a guy's, Finger, Draw yes. a finger, yeah. <laughs> when they're doing that so little story in the hall, that was great. <laughs> because he grabbed her butt. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Let Sam's like, I need, really need to know the end of that story. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I broke his <laughs> finger. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that's it. The end. <laughs> no, that was it. No, that's all that happened. Um, yeah, and then they obviously go through the the office and stuff and find this bug uh, that was quite well hidden. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I like her and Sam having this little drink after that, and you know, not knowing what's gonna what to do about it. Um, I like Again, their that's friendship. So, that's so honest, right? Like, mm-hmm. He asked you, what are you going to do now? I have the faintest idea. I thought, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. believable. Yeah. I like her saying to him as well, this whole thing of, um, you know, because he says he's he's missed a date and it's not the first one he missed. Mm-hmm. And um, he says, or she says to him that, you know, that their job is rewarding, but it's not for someone who, you know, their priority is family and friends. And, you yeah. know, it's more for people like her. And then says, you know, maybe the job's not for him. And um, this is when you, you know you might as well have signed his death warrant right there because uh, <laughs> that's all I can think. All I can think is, oh my god, Tammy's right, he's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like, gosh, I love being alive, going on my dates. <laughs> god, I'm so glad You're I'm not right. dead. Maybe this life isn't for me. Maybe no. the afterlife is more my thing. Oh, no. It's more like, get out. Get out while you still can, Sam. <laughs> He's trying to tell you something. <laughs> Leave. And he says that Madani is, reminds him of Frank Castle. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Which I kind of find a bizarre comment because... Correct me if I'm wrong, but he's never met Frank Castle. <laughs> I think he's going by his profile, I guess. I know, but I'm just saying. It's such, it was, I just thought it was a weird comment. Yeah. I don't know. She's not on some... Okay, she's single-minded. Yes, I would say they have that in common. Yeah. Smart. smart. I'm guessing that's what he, he meant. Yeah, I guess that's the point. You know, gutsy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so maybe, friend. Okay, I've talked myself back into it. <laughs> We just went on a whirlwind trip with Moira then in that yeah, last sorry, minute. <laughs> it was great. Carry on now. <laughs> I'll, sit, I'll sit in the corner muttering to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any other thoughts on like Madani and uh, Sam? Apart from Sam's going to die. <laughs> um. I don't have anything else on her. And, or well, I just like, I, I do like the way they're acting more like a team now as well. Same yeah. thing. I like the bonding that's happening. I like that. They're bonding. I hope nothing tears them apart, guys. <laughs> like death, you mean? Like death. <laughs> Till death do they part. I don't know. God. <laughs> Maybe he goes on his date and moves in with this person and gets a dog. You're just trying now to distract us from our beliefs also i will say um for some reason like when they were talking about the date from the first time i watched this this uh episode like when i was watching this episode um uh for my nose i i was like i'm sure the first time i watched that this conversation that he mentioned his date was with a man i'm sure that happened but no, apparently no. not so when Thank i was watching it were. i was like eh? Yeah, I was just making up headcanon in my mind. Yeah, I think you were sleep deprived or something. And just, yeah, yeah, maybe. I was just like making up my own backstory for the character. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about Lewis and Curtis. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Didn't you message me, Tammy, and you were saying something about I Lewis's storyline? Yeah. Yeah, it's. What? 
It's when hard, he went oh. to commit suicide and then he didn't, I was very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it would, you know, it would be sad. I'd feel for his, his dad, obviously, but he wouldn't be building a bomb in the guy's house that he murdered. Oh I, I'm trying to figure out whether Lewis... God. But whether Lewis even needs to be in this show at all. Like, I, I, you know, if you just took the Lewis character out... It's definitely a subplot. I think it's meant to be a, um, like, a commentary on veterans. Yeah, I assume that. You know, and how... And as a comparison to Frank, I think. Yeah, okay, maybe. Because it just seems like they're spending so much time with him. But also, it's not like Frank is a healthy alternative to Lewis. No, not at all. No, (laughs) he's all terrible people. I I don't know the healthy alternative is Kurt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not Billy. No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we have Frank, we have Kurt, we have Billy. Do we need Lewis? No. That's Did we need O'Connor? No. No. Oh, O'Connor is awful. He's so horrible. Uh-huh. When he's, um, because he's so, he's just completely manipulating Lewis, and then even when like Lewis calls him out on it, he still tries to like lie and be like, "Oh well, how am I supposed to remember this stuff?" And it's like yeah. it's just, oh, it's it's horrible that he's kind of playing with this this guy who's clearly got like undiagnosed like major PTSD. Um, yeah, it's just awful. Like I find Lewis's scenes really hard to watch because Lewis is so fragile and yeah, so desperate and so tormented is a good word for him. Yeah. He's not seeing anything clearly. And even, you know, even when he kills that guy, and I'm thinking, okay, I know you've committed murder, but where he goes next, like, how, you know, how, I'm not saying this very well. I'm thinking to myself, fine, you still have a dad, you can still go and say, like the whole scene with his father when his hands are covered with blood. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, you have an opportunity to reach out and ask for help now and not let this get any worse. Yeah, but he doesn't do that, you know. And no, because he's a fucking yeah. lunatic. He, I, I don't uh, even. I felt bad for him up until this episode, and I just don't feel bad for him anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't care about his story at all. I'm just mm-hmm. like, it's, it's irritating and it's taking up time. Yeah, well, I don't really get it. Like, at the, you know, like I understand him being frustrated with the guy. So that first knife wound. So the man, you know, slashed him first. Yeah, he stabbed him back. But then there's that moment, right? You see it, where he snaps, and he and he just gets, he repeatedly brutalizes a guy, and he's gone over yeah. the edge right there. And, you know, it actually made me think of, um, it made me think of Macbeth, because he, he yeah. washes the blood yeah. off his face. Who washes the blood off your face and doesn't wash your hands at the same time? Nobody does that. Yeah. <laughs> um, unless you're Lady Macbeth, apparently. Um, anyway, but so when he's back with his dad and his dad is there and his dad is saying, you know, I love you and all this stuff and I want to help you. And he's not taking the opportunity. And it's just, it's, it's not just that it's sad. It's, it's twisted and bizarre, but it's, it's also sad for the father. I, the dad breaks point, my heart. He really yes. does. Yeah. And I kind of feel like, yeah, maybe it would have been better. If, honestly, this is a terrible thing to say. If Lewis had either just ended it then or. You know, and that was the end of it. But no, no. Instead, he goes back to a dead man's house and starts making bombs. Like, well, it's the whole thing of, I mean, he's making bombs. We presume he's going to do some kind of murder-suicide thing. Um, and it's like the whole thing of, well, if, if people are going to do a murder-suicide, can they do the suicide part first? Yeah. Which sounds awful, yeah. but it's like... No. 
you know. It's just hard his, to understand. His dad breaks my heart because, like, his dad says, I don't know what you need and I'm worried about you. And his dad clearly doesn't know what to do. And, in, you know, he's just giving him these tablets, which isn't going to help because this is this is such a deep-rooted problem. But it's like, well, what can he do, you know? He also gives mm-hmm. him his own tablets, I believe. I don't think those were Lewis's. No, they no, they weren't. So, they were the ones that the dad like, took when the mum died. So yeah. they've probably expired. Yeah, I mean, yeah I was like, that's what I was thinking. How, like, how old are these? Either. Like, it's, I just don't think the dad, while I feel bad for him, he's not been very helpful either. No, he hasn't. Like, I think, I think, you know what I think? It's partly he doesn't really understand the depth. Like, he sees that his son is driving a cab and not really doing much and sort of adrift and seems odd. I don't think he has a clue you know the degree to which lewis is completely disenfranchised from the whole world Moira, the only hint you have is when he's in the backyard I, I, well, I know exactly if your kid if my kid dug a hole in the backyard i would be calling the psychiatrist like there's no way i would just be you know gee yeah, here's a blanket like, for uh, you son like yeah what else I, but i think he's do? just overwhelmed i think you know the dad the dad has no clue what to do that's all yeah <laughs> <sighs> when he actually almost shoots you from waking up from a dream and the I next know. day takes a hole. I'm like, this didn't happen yeah. overnight. <laughs> like, I'm sure Lewis has been back for how long now that this has had to be built up. Yeah. Uh, this whole story and it's just irritates me to no end. He's and he's he's a power he's a powder keg waiting to go. Oh, and then yeah, you've got yeah, things yeah. like O'Connell that obviously uh, affect the situation and stuff, and I mean it's awful because, like, you know, if obviously if something bad happens, which we're assuming it, it will with what Lewis is doing, <laughs> it's almost like his dad's speech that like propels him on to do it because he's like he's talking about um, Muhammad Ali, you know, the boxing and yes, everything, and how you know he's trying to get him to like take control of his life and everything and do this great speech and stuff, but Lewis interpreted interprets it as yeah take power into his own hands as in build bombs and make his point known in a way that he couldn't with the you know take power back because he had power taken from him and particularly by the scene with the police officer yeah which can we talk about the fact that they were protesting a case of which a teacher took his gun into a classroom Mm -hmm. what the hell like <laughs> is that legal in some places? I know you can seems like you can take guns just about anywhere now. God, I'm sure it is. Like, I mean, you know, it, I, I guess it depends on what probably grade level. I don't know. You know, it's I funny. There's a TV. Camp, I don't know. I have no clue. Well, I got the impression it was like grade school because yeah. school. Yeah, that's bizarre. Um. One of the things I really wish they did, um, because they don't really have that many connections to the other Marvel shows in, in Punisher, I wish when they were giving out leaflets at the courthouse, like one of the people that passed was like Marcy or Foggy or someone, yeah. and they <laughs> yeah. went to give them a, yeah. a leaflet and they were just like, oh, no, thanks. you know, And that was it, and it was just like a little cameo. <laughs> Just yes, for people who noticed that it, it would have been woman, so cool. Right? Yeah, yeah. It or so Stanley, cool. maybe. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm Commissioner Stanley. <laughs> oh, Excelsior, wow. young man. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have well, to commend Lewis for how well behaved he was with that police officer. Oh, yeah. 
was. That, I mean, that police officer was an absolute ass. You know, yeah. Completely. Yeah. Completely. You know. But uh, he, did, he, did, he, did, he did check himself. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was well-behaved, Lewis, this one time. And then... Okada oh, just slinked away. He's oh, like, no! Oh. Like, and then, I'm like, and here, apparently Lewis, like, rang O'Connor to, like, bail him out. And yes. never turned up. Yeah. And then he turns up at, like, O'Connor's house, and O'Connor's just like, oh, do you want a beer? And I was like, oh, you're such a shitty human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, apparently in, um, in Oregon, you can carry a gun if you're a teacher. Oh, somewhere. come on. Uh, Texas permits hey. it. Uh, <laughs> why? Why would this be a thing? Like, why would you need a gun? So far, it's uh, nine states allow for campus carry. Idaho, Utah, Colorado, Oregon, Kansas, Arkansas, Wisconsin, Mississippi, and Texas. <sighs> Guys, can I just because, say, you know, your country's this is messed a up. Place, it's a place of higher learning. So, yeah, we should all get along by having weapons that, you know, if we don't like your opinion, we can just shoot you. Yeah, there are nine <laughs> other states. Mm. I don't have it listed here, but there are nine other states that allow wow. field guns in parking lots and locked cars. So. Yeah. There's a funny, there's a goofy reality TV show in Canada where it's like a cross the border, you know, border patrol kind of thing. And when people come in from the states, they they always show these poor little, poor little innocent Americans that are just, you know, they're just bringing all their little weapons in their in their cars, and they don't understand why why the Canadian government is confiscating them at the border. Saying, yeah, no, we don't do that here. But yeah. nice try. Nope. Oh, Thank you. Come wow. back again when you don't have so many. Yeah, you can- <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, so, any other notes on Lewis or Curtis? Um, Curtis. He told the story of torturing a goat. What was that? I didn't understand what was happening. Oh, the, yeah. It was well because I mean the episode's called the Judas Goat, but I think that's meant to um, reference uh, something else. But it's yeah. He had a goat that he named Cassius, and it was because obviously he was training to be a medic. Uh-huh. Um, and tra- like on those type of injuries, and they would just take this poor goat and torture it, oh. and give okay, it like I, like I injuries that. Can I just on. say, I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. In, in training. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah we'll <laughs> secretly have wolves and dogs that we torture, and then we learn how to repair them. Like no, no, you don't have to learn how to repair soldiers by terrorizing a goat. This is just wrong. I, I don't think this is like standard training, or I hope it is. I think sure, this is just part of Agent is... Orange's messed up <sighs> department. No, because well, he wasn't part of Agent yeah, Orange. He wasn't was part he? of Agent Orange's no. department. He's oh, no, trying he to wasn't. say this is how they train <laughs> medics. And I'm like, no, I am fairly confident that is not how it goes. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. <sighs> so, no, since we're on the topic of the goat, I thought the dude, well, I'm just saying. Episode title. Yeah. Um, I thought the Judas goat is actually Billy. Uh, yeah, because it's to draw. Um, to draw Frank. To draw Frank out. Yeah. Absolutely. But also, they. I think the Judas goat is also Bennett because they use Bennett because Bennett says, um, "Yeah, you know, you, you're just yeah. trying to like. Why were you guys there already? You knew he was coming. So they were using Bennett to draw Frank out as well. So yeah, that's guys. true. Lots of Judas goats in this episode. They're all goats. 
Anyway, no more harms to goats. That's I'm protesting. Harming no goats. No goats were harmed in the making of this episode. I guess. What have you found, Tammy? At least really. Apparently, well, PETA has videos, but they've got videos of everything. But still, yeah, of them using of them using live goats with tree trimmers. They stab the animals with scalpels to cause internal injuries. And military medical experts. Veterans and civilian physicians are joining PETA and urging the U.S. Secretary of Defense and other military officials to stop <laughs> this practice. What? Yeah. This was in 2012, so hopefully they stopped. Oh, that's horrible. But a Judas goat is actually a thing. I just looked yeah, it up. <laughs> okay, I didn't realize. The slaughterhouse, yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's just mm. terrible. Okay, I'm still. I, I'm just traumatized about the goat thing. That's horrible. I I really just not, I just didn't it. understand what they were talking. I'm like I missed part of this story. I'll just ask. No, no, no. <laughs> you understood. <laughs> Couldn't they anesthetize the poor goats? Come on, like, <laughs> oh, that's awful. Yeah. Goat but also, I think I think people. another person who is the goat is Frank, because. When he's talking, Curtis is talking about, oh, eventually the goat died of too much because you just, you know, the goat would just, I would just keep patching (laughs) him up and then, you know, keep patching him up and send him out to do exactly the same thing, which is what he's doing with Frank. Yep. So it's so deep. It's so deep. (laughs) So deep, guys. So deep. This show Um, hurts. I don't like learning all this stuff. (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah. All right, I yeah. got nothing more okay. on Curtis. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Oh, damn it. No more talk of goats. Uh, some questions better left unanswered. I, seriously. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's talk about Rawlins instead. That okay. creep. We okay, can talk about can Rawlins be, and Bennett. The, we can. He can be the practice goat. I have no problem. With <laughs> yeah, that. Really. yeah. Hell yeah. Fine. Oh, he's so creepy. Ah. Uh, uh, what did you think of the scene? Let's talk about Bennett, where he's having dinner with his nice lady friend, and it's like, oh, they're having a nice dinner. <laughs> and then she spills some wine, and then it's suddenly like, what, what, no. what is happening? No. Why has he yeah, got a whole bag himself? Why has she got metallic clamps she's going to stick on his nutsacks or whatever's going on? Yeah, as soon as she spilled the wine, I was like, oh, this yep. is a role play thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not his wife, Ooh. but yeah. I kind of... I was getting on my nerves the way he just kept, you know, talking about himself, like how important he was and how people couldn't do anything without him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's a jerk, isn't he? Yeah. I think it was getting on her nerves, too. She's like, oh, time to dominate here. <laughs> <Not that Yeah. laughs> time to get that bull gag in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah, when he started um, licking the floor, I was like... <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, no. no offense to anyone who's into that kind of thing, but <laughs> don't don't lick a floor. Don't be into that. <laughs> oh, that's gross. I bet yeah. Brad Couples would have been like screaming at the TV. <laughs> yeah, it's a good job that Brad decided to quit watching the show when he did because yeah. he wouldn't have got to this episode, uh, which is good because he yeah he would have died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would. He would be it. be the end right there. We would never. Yeah, it would be like no goodbye. It's like we, we never heard from Brad again. He just disappeared. <laughs> One of the things I like is um, he, uh, I can't remember who it is that's hitting Bennett, 
like I mean, apart from the woman, but the woman's hitting Bennett, and then um, when someone else arrives, you know, like one of the guys or whatever, and they're hitting Bennett, and he's like, "Stop hitting me!" And it's like, it it's just funny. Oh, it was Frank, yeah, because like obviously, Frank hitting him, yeah, because he, he <laughs> loved being hit a minute ago, and he's like, "Stop hitting me!" That, I thought that was really funny. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Um, Rawlins, I mean, Rawlins, you know, he seems to be like the big bad, you know, and. He's a he's a creep. Yeah. He's just the scene with him and Billy where Billy's describing how Rollins gets sexual pleasure out of torture. Oh, yeah. That scene. Oh, I just... First of all, the way Billy does it, the actor, the way he delivers that is very well done. Yeah. And it just... if You know, if you didn't like Rollins before, now, now you have a whole other layer and level with which to loathe him or over which yeah. to loathe him. He is just the worst. He's a yeah. truly a sadist. I'm like, oh, this man has to die. That's all I could think. <laughs> yeah, he's he's yeah. horrible. Yep. Yeah. Um. I I I think um. I think he's he's great in the uh, in the show there, and I love the scenes like between him and um, Billy. I think they're really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like um. It's kind of weird. It's almost like a like not quite a father and son, but like. <clears throat> kind of I'm like a men- mentor like a, yeah but like Billy kind of acts like he's almost going to be a rebellious teen mm-hmm. you know and and against Rollins who's Rollins is more like well first of all he's creepy as fuck but he's just kind of like uh, he's so cool headed yeah oh yeah nothing phases it not even when I mean obviously I guess it did phase him down but even like when the bullet hit that glass he didn't really like mm. jump and for cover or anything you know yeah and like billy even says he wonders if that's why rawlins wants to you know kill frank is because frank's the only guy that ever made yeah. rawlins feel like he was gonna die yeah which you can and imagine billy is a bit like almost like the rebellious teenager in the sense that when rawlins says to him at one point you know i made you and you can see Billy's whole being just, if he were a dog, his hackles would have risen. Yeah. You know? yeah. He's, he's like, no, maybe that was true then, but I am my own man now. Like, I think Billy is like this, you know, guy who, it's like he still feels like he has to prove himself or something. It's weird. Like, I think when it comes to Frank anyway, yeah. he knows that he's actually number two, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that bothers him. Billy doesn't like being number two. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about Billy. Seeing as uh, we always end with beautiful Billy, um, <laughs> because he's so beautiful. Um, apart from that, um, that scene of um, him going into oh. the bathroom, um, Will. You <laughs> 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 well, we can talk about that some more if you want. <laughs> but um, yeah, like what? Okay, Billy, go. What do you guys think is going on with this guy? Um, I think Moira, in saying that he doesn't like being number two, I, I think that's kind of like just his character. Mm-hmm. He's just someone yeah. who's focused on rising to the top and yeah. kind of like being well, like, the big man in charge or whatever. He wants the country house, like he said. See, well, I like to think that at some point back in the day when he and Frank were truly, you know, brothers in arms or whatever, at some point he was like-minded with Frank. And I don't know when the greed took over and something changed. You know, maybe it's just as simple as money. I don't know. Or maybe 
because he came from nothing. I think at one point it it, it says that, right? That he doesn't it say that that he kind of came from the wrong side. Yeah, of the he, he came from nothing. I can't remember if he said it already yeah. that he's an orphan. In all this stuff, yeah. And so at some point, that desire to just I don't know prove himself or be superior or whatever you want to call it, it's like that just took over everything. And yeah. mm. even even his loyalty to his his you know brothers in arms didn't matter anymore. The only person Billy's out for is Billy, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just. It's funny. It could be a one-note character and not very interesting, but he plays it well, so it is interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you think that's something that that took over him, or do you think that's something that was there all along? Um, and he's just very good at hiding it. Yeah, I guess I never really believe people are born bad. You know, <laughs> mm. I think I think it's a, often a product of circumstance and okay. an opportunity, maybe, and. Uh, it puts yeah, things. Um, yeah. it, it puts things like uh, like little fun Easter eggs we've had before. Like we had the uh, the Easter egg of the book that Billy was reading. You know, like you had Frank reading um, Moby Dick, which kind of yeah. suits him because it's you know the endless quest for <laughs> revenge. Um, yeah. But the book that um, Billy was reading in uh, when they were serving in Kandahar was um, Portrait of Dorian Gray. Which mm-hmm. is kind of funny because um, Ben Barnes was Dorian Gray in the movie of Dorian Gray, but it also kind of fits in Billy's character of this guy that's, um, you know, obsessed with himself and making himself something, yeah. and yeah. you know, gives off this uh, has this um, public persona and privately is is something completely different. And Billy is sort of, in a way, it's kind of narcissistic really he, he oh yeah definitely right like he just views the whole the whole end of the world is all views from not just his perspective but it's, it's it's like he's standing up on high and he has completely rationalized everything that he does you know and he is only answering to himself and mm-hmm. uh yeah that's that's frightening that's um yeah that's a good making of a despot that would mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, he even says something where he's talking about Madani with Rawlins, oh. and Rawlins is like, "Are you still sleeping with her?" Right. And then and Billy says, yeah. "Yeah, have you seen her or something like yeah. that?" So he's, yeah. he's like it's purely so superficial. He, completely, that he just is using. You know, she thinks she's using him. Yet, yeah, no, he's he's been using you the whole time, really. Yeah, yeah. So, so although very beautiful, uh, yeah, Billy is a really horrific human being, <laughs> and um, I think in some ways worse than Rollins because you know. Billy is pretending to be one thing when he's quite another. Rollins is not really pretending to be anything else. No. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah. no. He's, he's well, mm, mm, sort of, but... Um, well, yeah, a bit, but I just think more in terms of a personal life. Yeah. yeah, he's not pretending yeah. to be your friend. He's, he, You know, it's clear what he is. Yeah. So, yeah, Billy's more of a traitor. I guess that's, yeah, I'm being very moralistic here, but he just, uh, yeah, he, he not, a, not a nice boy, so... Mm. Yeah, bad. I don't know. Can you overlook bad a little bad. evil? <laughs> How much evil can you overlook? I want to say as well, I think Ben Barnes is fantastic in the role of Billy. I think he's so good. Yeah. Like, I never really thought much, like, that much of him as an actor, but I hadn't seen him yes. in that much. But I think he's really good. I think he, like you, I think you nailed it, um, Moira, in that he could, he takes what could be a very simplistic character and he gives him all these layers that, mm. you know, might not necessarily be there. Um, yeah, he's really good. He's, I think, one of the stronger antagonists, I guess, in the Marvel shows, in my opinion. 
not going into spoilers. You better not. <laughs> and we have met him before on the podcast, so his well, the character anyway. So yeah. go back and watch Punisher Warzone if you want to do some research, listeners. <laughs> anyway, so that is pretty much the end. Any notes on anyone else? I feel like I have some notes that I haven't oh, said, but I can't uh, remember. When Billy oh, kills I, I, Bennett, I love yeah. that he has the blades in his jacket. <laughs> yes! there's a There was an awesome video. I'm going to have to share it now on the yeah. Facebook page um, that I haven't shared, which was Ben Barnes on, um, on Twitter. He posted a video of when he was having one of his costume fittings, and it was uh, the, the suit with the uh, blades oh, in the so um, cool. in the sleeve. So he, like, walks up to the camera and then's like, and, like... The blade shoot there it was really awesome. So Pretty I'll post cool. that. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, I like as well when he goes to uh, Homeland Security and he goes to Madani's office and he like waves at Sam. <laughs> Sam's like not pleased yeah. to see him, but he kind of is like, I don't know, it was just really funny because he's obviously just kind of taking the piss. He's like, this guy doesn't like me, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah. Cool. So um, that was... Um, the episodes themselves. Are you guys after some Easter eggs? Yes, please. There's yeah, really yeah, not yeah, that yeah, many. Yeah, yeah. I think there's only two, actually, but here we go. So, no, no, uh, there's three of us. How are we going to divide two eggs? Oh, uh, <laughs> you will have to split them. I'll make up one. Here's an Easter egg. Um, uh, Sam <laughs> Sam survives one. until the finale. Of there you go. One of you can eat that Easter egg. I didn't say all the Easter eggs would be real. One of them is a fake. <laughs> Guess which one? <laughs> um, okay, so yes, Billy Russo is a, a villain from the Punisher comics. Um, in the comics, he isn't a, a, a vet, but he is a mob hitman. Oh. And he first appeared in The Ooh. Amazing Spider-Man number 162 in 1976. So he was a Spider-Man villain at first. He uh, had a different name. I'm not going to say what it was. Um, but, yeah, that's the character of Billy Russo. Um, and at that point, in when he appeared in Spider-Man, um, Punisher didn't have his own series uh, yet at that point. Uh, so another Easter egg, the, um, the Muhammad Ali-George Foreman fight um, that they're watching took place in 1974, which is the same year that Frank Castle first appeared, also in Amazing Spider-Man, and that was number 129. Those are your Easter eggs, guys. Nice. Yum. Not much chocolate, uh, Christmas chocolate this week, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's a bit scanty, but... You have to wait until next week for the leftover (laughs) Castlemas chocolate. I have to go out and buy myself a Toblerone now. <laughs> everyone, everyone has to have a Merry Castlemas next week and decorate their tree with bullets and skulls and things and angst. Oh, that'll be the new Christmas. Yes. Uh, so has anyone got any quotes? I'm going to open it up to our guests first, Moira and Will. I do have one. Go for uh, it. From the first episode, this is Billy, um, and I, 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 I say this quote because it just makes me hate him even more. <laughs> he says, your family's gone, but you're still my brother. I know you. I got you. Yeah, you bastard. You do not. You so do not. I just, I just hate you, beautiful Billy. You're just evil. 
You're so beautiful, but I hate you. I hate you. Uh, Will, have you got any quotes? Yes, I wrote down one from Madani because I didn't agree with it. She says, why don't you put your pants on? You look kind of stupid right now. <laughs> I know, Madani. He looks wonderful. <laughs> you should walk She's everywhere so like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just walk down the street. I have a quote about Billy, if I can find it. Uh, do you have any, Tammy? Yep, I've got one from Sam. Where does one find Ed Marines these days? Because he's not on Facebook or, t- or Tinder. I can't. I got one from Frank, actually, as well, before I find the one from uh, the one about Billy. The one from Frank is, shit's a lot easier when you can kill people. <laughs> I had that one, too. <laughs> I'm so angry. I was like, oh. Um... Where is my one from? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this one is Sam talking about Billy. Just curious, in Russo's case, did the instinct have anything to do with his scarily pretty face and catwalk silhouette? <laughs> I just wanted to imagine, like, Billy entering along that long corridor and just walking like a catwalk model. Just being like, ah, too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. <laughs> I've got uh, a Frank one. Well, shit, Morty, looks like I got here just in time. (laughs) That was so good. (laughs) Uh, I have one more, I think, which is, oh, this one is Billy. It's when Billy goes to visit Curtis and he says, hey, social worker, I got a social disease. And I like that one just because it made me think of West Side Story in uh, uh, Officer Krupke, the song. I'm a musical. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, so it's, and then I think in the song it's like so take him to a social worker <laughs> uh, anyway those were our quotes so next we will rate the episode so uh, we do it one at a time so episode one Will what would you like to rate it oh wow I wasn't prepared for this <laughs> That's okay. I watched these a week ago um we don't we don't take these ratings that seriously. They're not set in stone. Okay. Honestly, do not worry. If you want to pass, you can pass. We will not chase you out of the internet. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Uh, come back to me. Is it out? Moira. Um, I didn't love this episode terribly much because I think the first one? so much. The first one, just because it, so much of it was about. Lewis and his murdering people, and I just don't like that whole storyline. Um, but then it had beautiful Billy, right? And <laughs> you know, the, the prettiness of the naked scene. Um, anyway, so this one I just gave it six out of ten. Lewis murder madnesses. Six out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> Murderous monster mashes. Pretty much. Um, what about this second episode? Uh, much better. Because I loved the whole uh, the whole caper where you know um, <laughs> Frank is using the smoke and that whole scene is amazing and and the sequence at the very end the way it ends with him trying to shoot uh, Rollins and Rollins just kind of standing there I just there's just something beautiful about that scene um, and because he and Micro are working as a team just all of it it's just mesh for me much better mm-hmm. so that one I really liked that one I am giving that one uh, 9 out of 10 Trixie wrist blades nice uh, Tammy Tams uh, let's see uh, yeah, the, 
I'm pretty much like Moira. Like, I don't really care for uh, episode six as much as I did for episode seven. I feel like this has been, like, how it is every week. I'm glad we're doing two episodes together because Mm -hmm. it seems... It's like the Star Trek movies. It's like odd numbers are bad and even numbers are good or whatever (laughs) the rule is. Mm. So, um, yeah, the whole Lewis thing, I I already talked talked about it. I hate it. Um, I did like him, you know, uh, he doesn't even go in to see Bennett until the next episode. He, so it's really just not much. It's, it's Frank being sick, not being able to do a lot. The best thing I thought in that episode was Sarah and, um, yeah, her, she's heartbreaking. Uh, and the whole Blackbird and Raven thing, um, it's kind of just fun to see how much Frank wants to see Billy, like how much he misses that connection, even though he's had Mm. Curtis, but he's only had Curtis. Uh, So I'm going to give this episode six and a half out of ten birds of a feather. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. So next episode, I actually really liked. I liked the whole uh, Bennett and his uh, (laughs) dastardly deeds with whoever the hell that was. I don't know. His wife his prostitute. I'm not sure who that was. Uh, <laughs> I, and then um, I liked when Frank goes and s- notices that it's Rollins, not thinking that's who they were going to see, and just goes into a mode to, like, kill him. It's so good. Uh, so I'm going to give that episode 8 out of 10 ugh, human mops. I don't know. Ah, ah. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, Will, do you oh. want to go next? Sure. Uh, well, the first episode was, you know, it gets most of his points just because of Russo. But, <laughs> um, and also the um, Frank micro bonding stuff I really like. So I'll give it seven out of ten. Cheeks. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, the second episode was better. Yeah, I liked the that scene at Bennett's house. I liked um, Madani and Sam hunting that bug together. So I'll give it eight and a half out of ten smoke bombs. Nice. Uh, I I agree with you guys. I preferred the second episode to the first one. First one was. Um, not dull, but I, I'm not that interested in the Lewis storyline. I find it really uncomfortable to watch. I think the actor's doing a great job, but I just, I, yeah, it makes me uncomfortable to watch that storyline. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it was worth it for, um, the Billy Butt. Uh, I'm very thankful to Netflix for that. Thank you very much, Netflix. Um, so I will give that first episode, I think, um, yeah, I think it's. I'm going to agree with you, Tammy. I think a six point five out of ten arrow pulls or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sure. Medically, arrow medically pulls. inaccurate arrow. Pulls. Yeah, medically inaccurate arrow pulls. Not endorsed. Endorsed. Not endorsed by medical. Uh, medical. Oh, I can't speak. Moira's medical minute. There we go. Uh, and the second episode I really enjoyed. I like the whole thing with Bennett. Um, thought that was really funny. Um, I love now we sort of know 
Billy's true nature. I love it. I, I think he's so great. I think I, I remember like when I was watching the, the series and I kind of knew the character that he was playing. So I knew there was going to be this reveal at some point. Um, but towards the start of the series, I was like, like, what is Ben Barnes just going to be this best friend, you know, that's kind of like, oh, yeah, Frank's dead. Oh, but I'm sleeping with this hot lady. You know, that's not really anything to get your teeth into. And I feel like now he can really get his teeth into this character. And I love it. Um, it makes it so much more enjoyable. So I'm going to give that one. Um, yeah, I really like that episode. I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. Uh, bulletproof rolling ha- Rollins houses. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm going to try and quickly add these up. No, actually, I'm not. Uh, the ep- second episode got a lot more, so we like that episode more. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> so scientific. <laughs> yeah, scientific fact. Um, we'll see how they all compare at the end of the season. I'll do that for the finale. Uh, okay, so now it's time to. It would be time for feedback, but we have no feedback this week, guys. Aww. I don't know if everyone Aww. was ill, just like I was. I don't know if you've all forgotten about us because we were away for a week. But you know, you can send us feedback. It doesn't have to even be about the episode. It can just be to wish us a merry, <laughs> a very merry Castlemas next week. I'm going to make it a thing, Castlemas. Frank Castlemas, um, you know, just tell us about your dreams and your hopes in life. You know, you can do that. Sedna, where are you? What are you up to? What are your angry thoughts about this show? I must know. How excited are you that Daredevil season two, uh, season three started filming Sedna? This is what we need to know. We need these things to get us through. Anyway, uh, so now it's time for me to thank our lovely guests, um, Moira. Thank you very much. Well, thanks for having me. It was delightful. Medical knowledge. And where can people hear you on the internet when you're not here, Moira? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. You mostly hear me here. <laughs> More Pretty much. Contributing things. Yes. <laughs> no no specific podcast of mine own. Simply contributing here and there. But or or lurking. episodes I of FisherCast. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, occasionally on Chatterbox still. Yeah, yeah. Um, not in a little bit, but uh, yeah, probably. I'm sure, probably again. Yes, <laughs> of course. Awesome. <laughs> Always. I love um, and lovely Will. Thank you uh, so much for coming on. Yes, thanks for having me. I always enjoy coming to talk about the Defenders with you guys. You guys have to return for uh, Jessica Jones season two, obviously. <sighs> uh, most definitely. Uh, God, best one ever. The return of Tenant. Hooray. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Will, where can people hear you when you are not here? Uh, You can find me on Spartacast about the star series Spartacus. We should be coming back in January. Uh, And also on the Sensate podcast, which should be coming back sometime in 2018. Whenever they release that finale special, it'll come back then. I saw the teaser for the um, the finale the other day. Yeah, you know that was uh, the one I saw was like a little recap of like like great stuff that happened in the show. I'm not going to lie, might have might have got a bit teary eyed. Oh. I know, it was such a good show. I was show. so excited. Oh, it was so good, and I got a bit teary eyed, and I was like, I miss these characters. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it was particularly when there was uh, um, oh, Daniela and what's his name? Hernandez? Hernando. Hernando. I was like, oh, I love them so much. 
<laughs> I wish I had my Hernando and Daniela. Oh, <laughs> I'll be your Daniela. I will have to find you a Hernando. <laughs> yeah, I'll be your Daniela. Um, so, uh, and you can also obviously hear you will on uh, uh, random commentaries for Timothy Oliphant films on Hooplecast with <laughs> me and Matt, where we discuss yeah, Timothy also, Oliphant, yeah. good actor, bad actor, who knows. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and also on Calavici Fashion Cast and Intro to X. <laughs> yeah. Will's basically everywhere that Tammy and I are. Yeah. Follow I follow around. you around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a little Labradoodle sometimes. Oh, <laughs> no. You are. No, 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 no. You are so many, so many layers above the Labradoodle. That's just. No. <laughs> but just as adorable no. because they're adorable. Oh. They are adorable. <laughs> They are adorable. Um, okay, so next week we are covering episode eight and nine. Episode eight is Cold Steel. Uh, synopsis is Russo opens up to Madani about his past. Sarah shares her concerns about her son with Frank and a decoy operation takes a turn. And episode nine is Front Toward Enemy. Following a deadly explosion, Karen lands in a bomber's crosshairs and Frank isn't happy about it. Meanwhile, Curtis makes a grisly discovery. So there's going to be an explosion, guys. Oh, he, dug, he digs up uh, the remains of Cassius the goat. <laughs> oh, Cassius. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have have goat nightmares now, you know? That's what's going to (laughs) happen. Like, Will, I'm going to work through my my conflict, Will, in my sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Violent goat dreams. I'm hoping I remember my dreams tonight because I have not remembered my dreams in a week because I've been sick. And I never remember them when I'm sick. And usually I always remember them. So I need some more memorable dreams. Uh, Like the one I had of Madani a a few weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh well <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, that was Defenders for this week who would like to take us out with an Excelsior Moira well I was going to vote Will just because I haven't I haven't heard Will do it in ages oh, oh okay. Will we can do it together we can do it back to back you go how about that yes do that okay here we go Excelsior Excelsior thanks everyone we'll be back in a week and hopefully everyone has happy holidays with your family whatever you celebrate and yeah (laughs) be safe and happy and (laughs) eat lots of food (laughs) and we'll be back next week bye bye thank you for listening you can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com you can find us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenders podcast or on twitter at defenders pod defenders podcast is created under a creative commons attribution non-commercial no derivatives 3.0 unported international license that means you can share it you can send it to your friends you just can't make any money off of it you can't change it and you have to link back to us and our site excelsior